Hello, welcome to Blades Pod. It is Tuesday, the 3rd of January. My name's Ben on the line, as always. It's Andrew. How's it going today, Paul? Tired, mate. Tired, as I said to you off air, and you're the same as well, so it might be a ropey episode, very much like our performance last night. I know, I can't. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tired, to be honest. I I'm mean, shattered today. We, we watched the darts after the football in the pub, but, mm. but that was it otherwise. Anyway, um, mm. those Blades, the, uh, the unbeaten away run continues with a one-all draw at QPR. I don't think this is going to be the longest podcast because it was a fairly fairly low-quality game, I think. Yeah. Uh, very pleased to obviously escape with a draw that didn't look on the cards for uh, the longer the game went on, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I think overall uh, a draw is the right result. What, what yeah. about you? Yeah, I completely agree. I think I've seen people say we got away with it and stuff, and obviously a last-minute goal, you do get away with it, um, you know, off the hook a bit or whatever. But at the same time, you only have to look at every single start, and it was really even as a game. Mm. Thought we had the best chances actually, but I thought QPR controlled the game better. Uh, thought QPR got in better areas and had more sort of you know possession in good areas and stuff. But at the same time, we had three really really good uh, chances before we scored. Yeah, exactly, and um, you know we we handed them a goal advantage, and then they kind of like I don't know that just puts them in such a good position, doesn't it? And in terms of yeah, uh, trying to control the game, I suppose. But and obviously then they could sit back a little bit, and we had uh, less space to exploit. I think and Jai almost scored a goal from one of their corners uh, again, as he's been doing <laughs> or setting up a chance. And you know we mm. you said we did carve out a few good opportunities ourselves before the eventual equaliser, whereas I don't think Fodringham made a save in this game, did he? Like, or not a, no, not a meaningful no. one. Um, and that's the thing, I, I don't, we weren't good again, uh, but once again, mm. I think we've got what we deserved. Yeah. Uh, I think it would, like the last five games, I don't think any of those games, realistically, any neutral can say, oh, well, they were lucky to get that. I mean, like I say, a last-minute goal sort of clouds your judgment a little bit, mm. but... I think, like I say, you only have to look at the stats, the XG, everything is almost identical. And I think it were, I thought, like I say, I thought QPR looked more in control than us. I thought we were just the, the midfield and the, and the centre forwards were just completely apart, weren't they? Mm-hmm. You know, sort of our tactics seemed to be just give it to him, die, and let hope, let's hope he does something. <laughs> uh, but I did, and we didn't really have a sustained amount of pressure, mm. even though you know one 0 down. But that last twenty minutes, we did pilot on a bit. I thought McAtee and Jefferson made a massive difference and. Mm. I think we deserved a point in a, compl- a very unspectacular display. Yeah, well, it wasn't a good performance at all, was it? No, no, no need to sugarcoat it um, against a team that's obviously been in poor form themselves, although uh, they have some nice players who all... Well, th- play- this is it. Uh, sorry, I, I just... I, I, people can see they're on bad form. I thought this was going to be really difficult. And I said before the game to you, I'd take a point because... It's hard when teams have lost that many in a row. They're not that bad. They're not mm. bottom of the league QPR. They'll, they'll almost certainly be top ten, top half, definitely. They've got some good players. Chair, Willock, both who were ill for the Luton game. The only had, you know, they couldn't play the full game. One of them only came off the bench. Other one went off at sixty minutes. They weren't at full strength at all. Mm. So I thought this was going to be a game where they've probably stepped it up a little bit. And it's not often teams go five games or whatever it is uh, losing home games when they're not terrible. And QPR aren't terrible, so. Yeah, and as I say, if you give a team a essentially a goal head start, then uh, that's that's going to help anyone. But yeah, they they they're what they like a win off the playoffs. I think looking at this as as you know ninety yeah. percent of the championship is so uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a decent mid table team uh, who played 
I thought they probably played close to their max ability. Maybe that seems to be the the view from uh, well, the view from the view from. Uh, I saw quite every, a few fans. Everyone we've played recently have said that's their best performance of the season. Blackpool, Wigan. Mm. I, I say everyone, not Coventry, but uh, Blackpool, Wigan, and uh, QPR. Yesterday, I said that's the best they've played. Yeah. So. Teams are going to step it up against us because we're second and we're there to be shot at, and we're not and we're not at our best anyway as it is. But we're getting the results, and I'm looking at that uh, projections thing today, and I think it said like 79% mm. chance of going up. I said 70% last week. I, I think that's about 70, 79%. Is mm. it's probably right? I I think that with 20 games left, I think if we win 10, that means. Middlesbrough, Watford, Westborough, whoever it is, need to win 13, 14, 15 games out, out of 20, 20 yeah. to catch us up, which could happen. But it but would be very, very it's impressive. Unbelievable difficult. Yeah. It's going to be, it makes it like a 96 point season or something like that over the, you know, and that's, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. It's, I, I did see that 79% thing. I think uh, Hal shared it, didn't it? It's, uh, I can't remember which. Yeah, start. Hal, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's off, uh, I can never remember the name of that. I mean, thing. I think it's like twenty first club or something like that. The, the yeah, company. But I, know I liked that the the amount there was ex- pretty much exactly in between our relative confidence levels. Because you'd said <laughs> you'd said seventy percent, I'd said ninety percent, and yeah. the uh, the the real answer <laughs> lies exactly in between. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, which I think's right. And people are going to get you know we're going to lose games, believe it or not, coming up. And mm. I think if we win ten, I think that'll probably be enough. I think eleven, twelve definitely does it. But I think ten. And a couple of draws is probably going to be enough. Yeah, you certainly uh, you certainly would hope so. Uh, the team, Max Lowe, has a side strain and is uh, out the squad, which means more Ender Stevens. A little bit concerning that. Obviously, um, in earlier yesterday, uh, we recalled Harry Boys from his loan at Forest Green mm. Rovers, as, as your boy predicted. Or at least mm. suggested. Yes. That yeah. Um, congrats. <laughs> I don't know if that just means we're going to move into another team. Uh, what I, what I did find interesting is because I've seen people say he's coming because Lowe's injury is probably worse than, which I understand why people jump to those conclusions because of everything else that we've had. But yeah. it, it did, did the wording on the United website was his return to the academy, yeah. which suggests that you know, and he can't play on Saturday because he's already played for Forest Green. Oh, I wondered so, about that. Yeah. Yeah. He played for Forest Green. A televised game actually. He set a goal. Up. So. Oh, so he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't think that, you know, I, I, I yeah, for me, I think he'll probably go out on loan again, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, they, I think, I can't remember if they've changed their manager, actually, um, uh, what's his name? Forrest Green. Over since, since he joined there, so. I I'll look at their comments, actually, and they were saying he's been in a miss, but he's not, not been out by being in and out of the team, mm. and. I imagine maybe a division below or something like that will it'll be his, you know, uh, the place to, you know, cause just to get game time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, yeah. I'm not too worried that it's anything else other than, you know, he's going back out on loan again. But Yeah, we'll see. That's enough Harry Boys talk for now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no Max Lowe. Uh, hopefully that's not serious because, uh, yeah, as I said last time, the, the difference in having a real left wing back versus Ender Stevens is quite significant. Uh, still no McBurney, although I can't remember if we talked about this uh, on air, but said may- maybe it makes sense not to risk him for this one when you've got essentially a what, 10, 12-day break before the next league yeah. game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised if he's used in the FA Cup, like unless it's just to give him a few minutes towards I, him. Well, do you know what? I'd pl- if, they, if they're fit, I'd play Osborne, McBurney, Doyle, Bogle. Do you play just for minutes? That's what I'd do, personally. Just because, just to give him 60 minutes or whatever, take him off. Because I think throwing him straight into a league game is uh, not as, you know... 
I, I won't say go full pelt or anything like that, but I just think, as we saw with Doyle last night, he looked woefully unfair, I thought. Mm. Yeah, I, I see the logic, and yeah, that's that's the other change in it. Um, last night, Doyle in for uh, McAtee, who's rested, and yeah, he looked well off it, Doyle. That's, mm. I, I, I was kind of baffled by that, to be honest. He just looked... Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was like playing with two in, in midfield instead of three, two, or maybe even one and a half, to be honest, because... Uh, not Berger's best game by any uh, by any means either last no, night. A couple no. of good moments, particularly. I think he's just. I don't know. I think he was playing like. I don't know. He, he felt like he was too deep to me. I, I yeah, think... I've had to say that. I just felt it was so deep. As I said, that there were nothing between the strikers uh, no, and, and the midfield, and and Dyer's normally the link man there, but he needs help. You know, especially when they've got three on him, and I think that's probably where we miss McAtee. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, he come. He came on and did make a sort of immediate impact, like driving mm-hmm. forward with the ball, which was was good to see. But yeah, very, very uh, uh, puzzlingly poor performance from Doyle. As you said, just he just didn't look fit, did he? I mean, nah. I'm, sure, I'm sure he was, but he looked half pace, like well off it. Um, was there any other changes? Oh, yeah, of course, Egan back in the team. Oh, the of main course. Man. Yeah, as I said after the first goal, I told you we should drop him. <laughs> <laughs> you did raise the possibility of Egan perhaps not getting back into the team. I was and... smugly smiling after that goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we, yeah, let's let's get to that in a sec. Uh, so we, I thought we we started very nicely, you know, for five five ten minutes mm, or so. Um, start, yeah, yeah, had some some good kind of opportunities in the box where it didn't quite fall to us, and some good crossing opportunities and. It looked like you know. Here we go. We're just gonna just gonna cruise this basically, and then uh, a, a bafflingly poor goal to concede, like almost the dumbest goal possible. The only I, I temporarily forgot about Adam Davies kicking it straight into Timu Puki um, <laughs> in the Norwich game, but otherwise, definitely our stupidest goal of the season. I still don't really know what Egan's trying to do with the ball here. Can you can you help me out? Absolutely no idea. Obviously, I mean it's sort of. I don't know if I just put my head down or the cameras I'm sort of focused on because they were showing something else, you yeah. know, like the replay. Because I just looked up and they, they were like, had a great chance and they obviously scored deflection, whatever. But I don't know. I've seen some people say it was Norwood's fault. I just can't see that whatsoever. I think I don't think it's anywhere near Norwood at, at all that pass. I don't think it's got any chance of getting onto <laughs> How can it. it be Norwood's fault? I don't, you're saying like, Norwood out of position or whatever. But he can just, it's a terrible pass. It's it just a sort of. Yeah, just sort of. I don't know uh, the sort of pass that you that you see in Sunday league or something when people trying to be clever and play out of the back yeah. of the night. That I'm, uh, I'm not going to pile on Egan because uh, I think, as I said last time, I, I have massive respect for his ability to be constantly available and constantly play at a good standard. And other than this one error, he had a good game. I thought, and uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll get into. Uh, something related to that, and obviously he gets he ends up getting us out of jail as well with um with the equaliser. But yeah, this was I think this is the thing is like because he plays so often, he's he is going to make a few mistakes every now and again, and because he's always on the pitch, if you like, it's it feels like he makes more mistakes than he does. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? A bit like Norwood, yeah, like you remember would, yeah. every bad pass with Norwood because he's he plays every game and he yeah. has so many passes. Yeah, yeah. And um, we joke, yeah, obviously, saying he's just he's out of match practice that one game. <laughs> that one game he, missed. Huge for him now. That's the first game he's missed since about 1991. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so he was out of match practice. But, yeah, I mean, it were a nightmare for him, really. A nightmare start. Hold his hands up straight away. Yeah, my fault. Massive problem. And, I, you know, and I think, 
it was one of them. I thought he started quite poor, Egan, but I think he got better as the game went on. Um, I, I, like I say, I think everybody, I can't really think of a player outside of Jefferson and McAtee who came on who I'd probably give above a 6 out of 10, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at the rest of the lineup now. Yeah, spot on. I, there's no other name here that I thought played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I tried everything. Yeah. I didn't mind. I lost it, and a couple of little things happened, and, and that were great. And you know, he's got three people on him, and that's where mm. we needed other people. You you did get the feeling if McAtee and uh, McBurney had been on the pitch, could have been a different story. But and maybe Bogle as well. But we'll get and Bogle. To. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, so straight about how long he took to bring Bogle on. Yeah. <laughs> so just with this goal then, for uh, just to. Finish describing it, I suppose. Yeah, Egan takes a short goal kick from uh, from Fodringham, and I think he's trying to pick out Clark on the left, or maybe it is Norwood. But instead, he just passes it straight to Elias Chair. He was twenty this yards out. Their best player, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who hits a fairly average shot straight yeah. at Fodringham, but unfortunately. Egan's in the way and it hits him on the elbow, and that wrong foot's Fodringham and deflects past him into the net. Oh, it's just. You know, so earlier in the day, you, you flagged this to me. I didn't realise this at all, but um, Burnley massively outperforming their XG. Now, I'm not suggesting yeah. Burnley are lucky or anything, but they have scored 17 goals more than their XG suggests, which yeah. is about 50% Huge. of their goals. And Fulham yeah. last season, who had the greatest second-tier striker in football history, only mm. outscored their XG by nine, I think it was, or maybe it was eight. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I had this thing where it's like, oh, Burnley, you know, maybe they're going to just come down, back down to earth a little bit. They scored two goals yesterday on point naught six xg yeah, I think it was. Yeah, two goals outside the air, one were free. But, uh, both goalkeeper mistakes, I think, as well. Yeah, so I'd, I'd had that in my head from earlier, of like, oh, Burnley have been quite fortunate in front of goal so far. And then <laughs> 10 minutes into this game, it's like, what? <laughs> we just yeah. gave away the worst goal ever. Like, And now, yeah. we're, now we're up against it. Now QPR can... I thought the 10 minutes after this, QPR were pretty good, actually. And yeah. I thought they, they, they attacked and obviously the, the confidence. So obviously, they've not scored it on five games. And I did fear this. This is what always happens in football, that goal. <laughs> when the teams are so close, because all they were, you know, you know, quotations running away with it. But it is a close league. And we can lose to anyone in this league, as we showed against Rotherham. And we can beat anyone in this league, as we showed against Burnley. But... I think those first goals, especially teams like... Because QPR are better than the form's being suggested mm. with the players that they've got. And I think that would you know, that would massively change everything. Because before that, they looked really short of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we can see the dumbest goal possible. And then it, it, it just kind of became a night of frustration, I think. I mean, as you say, we watched it in this pub. And some of the howls of anguish <laughs> echoing around the pub. <laughs> oh, there was one bit where, I think it was Berger game. It was Berger, I know exactly what you were saying. The people behind in the pub. It was just a noise of anger, no words. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about it was he didn't give it away. <laughs> no, he didn't give it away, nearly gave it away. And it was just like about five men just shouting random. They couldn't get the words out, they were that angry. <laughs> At Berger almost getting tackled on the halfway line. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, first, you know, keep you obviously within the rights to slow, slow the game down. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely talk about the uh, the commentators during this one as well, um, added to an atmosphere of frustration. And yes. then some missed chances, you know. Um, I think it is in Jai getting like uh, turns away from a defender and yeah. plays sharp in and. Ah, oh, it's a really poor finish from Sharp, it's this poor, first poor one. finish. I mean, he's on his wrong side, but we've also got... I mean, if he hadn't shot, I'd have been saying he should have shot, but we've also got runners in the box, and it was just a 
really tame effort. Obviously, Leander described it as a fantastic save to get down that quick, but I genuinely think I could have saved that. <laughs> it was a very slow shot from Pierre, yeah. and Dieng saves it. Dieng had a good game, actually, um, as he did at Bramall Lane, as you, uh, you said to me mm. last night. So uh, it's nice that we finally did get one past him um, later yeah. in the game. But yeah, he misses that one. Uh, I think it's in the second half, and it's sharper. It gets played in again this time, like over the top, and he. He lobs the keeper, really. I, I don't blame Sharp for this one. It's more the frustration no, of, like, of them, we didn't yeah. score. And uh, ends up going over by the, about, the one yeah. that what really annoyed me was, well, obviously, I know it annoyed you as well because you were there, but uh, the Bulldog, when he turned inside Oof. instead of shooting, where sort of, I think it was Sharp fed Burger, I think, and I think he passed so, yeah. it. And he should have just hit it first time. But he thought, I'll take it onto my weaker foot into a crowd of players. <laughs> and then, to be fair to Stevens, he did have a decent shot that just went wide after that, but, yeah. He did, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is what I mean. It was just getting sort of increasingly maddening, I suppose. You know, when mm. Jai had that phenomenal counter-attack where he basically just was like, yeah, I'm just going to have to do what McAtee did against Blackpool. just going to have to dribble the entire yeah, way. Yeah. He almost did it, and then the ball bobbled just as he took it oh, around the past, last defender. Pitch. Another thing, by the way, what I wanted to bring up is the uh, Fodringham picking the ball up at the edge of the area. yeah. Which I, I still don't know if you pick. I, I can't believe how sure the ref was that they were outside the area. Maybe I'm being biased, I don't know, but to me, it was just what? <laughs> I, I was fuming with that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there's no way the referee. I think at worst, that's on the line, in which case mm-hmm. it's not handball. Um, and there's no way the referee could tell, no. like with any certainty, where it was. There's, they never give that decision. Like, no. I know Fodringham's feet are on the line, but he lets the ball run across him purposefully. So yeah. oh, I mean, look, it didn't it didn't amount to anything in the end, but uh, yeah, I was I was preparing my my seethingness if that ended up in a goal. Obviously, only only gets a yellow card for it. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he was down having a bit more treatment. Old Wes, when he keeps doing point. this, yeah, and it wasn't know. like a it wasn't like a uh, you know a, a take some let's have a breather like kind of thing. Yeah. Like just break up the momentum. It was. He was feeling his Achilles. This was four times this season he's gone down. And I'm a little bit worried that he's carrying an injury or something. Yeah, channeling the spirit of Paddy Kenny. He used to love doing that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we had to make a change at halftime. Kieran Clark goes off with a hamstring issue, which. Uh, well, we'll see what that, what that is. I mean, that's probably going to be multiple weeks with the way these things work in it for us. Particularly. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic that we've got an FA Cup game next, to be honest, because even if he's not back for the Stoke game, that's still two weeks rest for him. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, as, as kind of happy as I've been with Clark uh, post-World Cup, that that is a position we do have cover in. Um, Jack yeah. Rosser comes in and does, does perfectly fine, and I'm sure will do perfectly fine if Kieran Clark's out mm. for a little bit. And then it took us ages to make these other changes. I, I would have... Oh. I obviously am a fan and not a manager, and therefore I'm much more proactive than most of these other <laughs> managers, which is, yeah, why I'm not a manager, I suppose. But um, I would add Baldock uh, subbed at half time, would have got Bogle on if he could do. Yeah. If he could do anything like 45 minutes, I would definitely have brought Bogle on at that point. And I would have brought McAtee on for Doyle. Like, mm. I guess he came on after an hour, but I probably would have been like. I don't think it's so. a coincidence. I mean, obviously at this point, QPR, they've got the lead, and, and you naturally just. You take less risks, and obviously we have more of the ball. But we definitely improved after the changes. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then this one surprised me a bit. Seventy minutes, Jebison comes on for George Baldock. Um, so when I saw Baldock yeah. going off. I was thinking, right, here we go. We're, we're finally oh, yeah. making that change. This, and, yeah, this was a confusing one for me. This year. So we went to a back four without a right back on, which is mm. slightly odd. Um, mm. 
I don't know. Did it did it work? We we managed to equalise, and Jefferson played well, but I, I just thought what? But I, I don't know what the thinking was because, as you said, if you wanted to go to four at the back, I, I, I take don't a centre back off. Yeah, take a centre back off and just put and put Bogle on. He's yeah. attacking at. Really confusing that one. I, I suppose maybe he didn't want to take Robinson off after bringing him on, you know, but. Could have yeah. took Stevens off and put Robinson at left wing, left back as orthodox left back. But yeah. again, Stevens settled the goal, so he did, yeah. Um, but that that would have made more sense to me. Take Stevens off. And, but this uh, is the best I've seen Jefferson play since that mm. Premier League outing that he had those, those couple of games. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I mean, I, I don't, I really, I don't think there was anything worth reading into that. Uh, what was it like? Ten minutes against Coventry, where we. Yeah, uh, or it was a bit longer. It was like fifteen minutes. Blackpool but it, as well. He came on for five minutes. Where, yeah, yeah. Against Coventry though, he, he like he came on when we were three 0 up, and then suddenly it was three one, and we were down to ten men, and he just didn't have a he didn't have a chance. Did he look like a no. yeah, he looked like a youth player playing up top on his own in yeah. a game that we were trying to see out? So that, I didn't really read much into that. So this was a more instructive cameo from him, I thought. And yeah, good stuff. And you know, thought he. Uh, Impacted the game really nicely. Had a couple of got into the box a couple of times. Uh, yeah, just posed some problems for defenders for sure, which was was good to see. Um, QPR did take off. Uh, well, most of their better players at this point, aren't they? So Willock went off. Uh, Roberts went off, and I think I oh, did. Chair, chair played the ninety minutes. Actually, chair played the ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um, did this at the in at our ground as well. If you remember, they decided to take Willock. Oh off yeah, we because we talked, didn't we? About well, sorry, like, we were injured in fairness, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but they definitely went more. They like took off all their attacking players, didn't they? Yeah. About the lane, and it, it got away with it essentially because it didn't really work. Um, no, 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 and obviously that were under uh, Beal, Ian Beal, weren't it? So, but he <laughs> hates being called Ian Beal, by the way. So, a little tidbit for you. What Michael Beal Mike. hates being called. Is it, if anyone wants to go on his Instagram page, it's worth looking at what he was posting on Christmas Day, slagging. Uh, rival fans off. Anyway, that's a massive tangent. But yeah, <laughs> who are we talking? Are we talking about Michael uh, Beale, the football uh, manager, or Matt Ian Beale? Beale, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. <laughs> off character, from what I can gather. Yeah, <laughs> where is I can't remember where is. Is he the Rangers manager now? Rangers manager now. Yeah, I'm yeah. so confused by this weird like. Ex ex Villa assistant Blackpool QPR <laughs> love yeah. triangle that seems to be going on yeah. between these three managers. Anyway, no need to talk about that. Um, yeah, I felt I felt the game was probably dead and and buried. To be honest, yeah, I, I, I just didn't yeah. didn't look like we were going to get an equaliser at all. Um, five... no, we didn't do anything. We yeah. we we sort of probed without. We didn't create a chance, did we? You know, I think you know we were just lobbing it in. Robinson's long throw to me, the side and stuff, and a lot of yeah. crosses straight into the end. A lot hands. of crosses straight into the area. A few. I think Stevens had a shot deflected wide. I think something like that. And but there were no big chances. No, well, yeah, I was just about to mention that Stevens one. So there's there's five minutes of injury time. Uh, one of their players is injured for um, the first sort of ninety seconds of it, which is why we ended up playing a bit more. But yeah. yeah, we were flooding the box at this point, as you said, and that ball breaks a Stevens on the edge, hits a good shot, and it's blocked just wide. And I, in real time, thought like that's the difference. You know, they they take a long range shot and it deflects in mm. in this game we've taken <laughs> yeah. a long range shot it's deflected just wide we're going to lose 1-0 that's the end of the game yeah but now we end up winning another throw in on the far side robinson lobs it in uh it gets recycled to norwood i think who sticks it yeah. back in yeah. sharp plays in stevens uh crosses and then good persistence from him stevens just terrible ladder from the qpr defender mm-hmm. i don't know who it was but cuz 
he puts it in, and I think well, he's going to clear this. Even on the replay, it looks like he's just going to edit out, even if he's out for a corner. But he just sort of heads it straight back to Stevens. Yeah, it was I say, you know, fair play. I, I mm. again thought this was another, uh, you know, current edition end of Stevens perform- mm. performance where it's just like kind of painful to watch a lot of the time. Yeah. But you know, respect where it's due. He's he is in the box for this, you know, last chance and very calmly heads it back into the danger area. And uh, John Egan, the goal scoring machine spins and hits it in off the defender for a 96th minute equaliser which... which I went mad at because it's one of the most mad I've gone at a goal I think this season because <laughs> with that out of the blue it, it was that, very out of the blue I, I think I had my legs up on a chair at this point I was that sort of relaxed about the defeat <laughs> I'd, like, I'd already like gone through the stages of grief that I normally go through <laughs> because we've been losing for that long and we weren't creating anything you've like, been right. warned for swearing as well by the oh, I uh, did didn't I yeah I got called off for swearing yeah yeah <laughs> Terrible, absolute hoodlum. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was tongue in cheek, but yeah, she were all right about it. Really. I understand it's football. I think I'll probably tell them one of our players to f off. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you probably were. Yeah, um, lovely to see from Egan after. Uh, yeah, after we obviously have, have spoke at length about how he never scores goals, he's now got two in four. Is it, it was a two weekend, in four, right? well, two in three because he didn't play, did he? Uh, of course, yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, I suppose it had to be him, didn't it? I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll enjoyed that one after the mistake yeah. that obviously gave QPR um, the goal. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's a real, a real mood lifter. Obviously, that you know, I'd be, I'd be really, really bummed out if we'd lost this game to that chair goal. I was, I didn't say this out loud, but I was almost wanting QPR to get a second goal late on. I know what you mean by this because it'd have been right. That's fair enough too, and all whatever. Yeah, yeah. we deserve to lose this game. Right? Yeah, because yeah, we had yeah. created over the last twenty minutes or whatever. So, yeah, and yeah. But this is why I can't understand. And I think if people look back at it, and I've looked back at the highlights, and they got in some good positions, but they didn't. Like you say, they didn't. I don't think they created enough to to say they deserve the three points. I might be looking at that with red and white specs. I'm not sure, but I think a draw was fair. Yep, I think so. And uh, yeah, a mood lifter, obviously the point helps as well because uh, unlike over Christmas, um, pretty much every team below us won yesterday. Uh, although, yeah. yeah, it was yesterday, wasn't it? Which is going to happen. I saw a lot of fans again. Yeah, I mean, those teams are at the top six for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's they're pretty they good. Were, oh, it's a bad day. It's like, we can't complain. Come on. <laughs> you know, I think like what we're after the international break, were we five points clear and now we're nine? Nine, yeah. Plus the goal I keep saying this, they're going to get second because I keep saying it that much, but... I really don't think they count that much. And as I said earlier, if we win 10 games, it means Watford, Middlesbrough have got to win 14, 13, 14 games to, to get above us, which is a massive ask. But it's not a massive ask for us to win half our games. And if we can't do that, we don't deserve to go up. So yeah. I'm fairly relaxed about it in that sense. Just on Blackburn, so that's 26 games without a draw so far this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it goes back, I saw someone say it goes back to April last year, last season, was the last draw. Um, they keep slugging away. Are they doing... They're not a good side. I'm, I'm confident that they're not a good side. They've, they've but... lost more games than anyone bar, yeah. I think, Blackpool and Wigan, who were the bottom three. Yeah, but they keep getting these results, but I, I do think they'll... I think everyone's realistically looking at Watford, Middlesbrough and West Brom. I think we've been not so lucky, but the, the starts that Middlesbrough and West Brom had has put us in a really good position mm. because West Brom and Middlesbrough now have to do something really spectacular, Forest-style, probably even more Forest-style run if we... You know, if we perform averagely and get ten wins out of twenty, they're going to have to perform unbelievably like well. And we've got them all to play as well: West Brom and Middlesbrough and Watford at home. Mm, yeah, great point. Didn't think of that actually. Yeah, ticks off. Yeah, because I've obviously played Burnley and Norwich at home. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've ticked off those potential 
challenges, I suppose, already yeah. uh, away. So that's that's good news. Um, but we yeah. do need to improve. I'm still confident, but we do need to improve the performances. Yeah, get some players back, man. Get get yeah. low in this team. At Bernie in the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep keep McAtee there. Maybe play yeah. Bogle in games where you need to get back into it. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, just on the the no draws thing for Blackburn. I went back and looked because I saw someone say like, "Is this the longest?" Uh, run in the EFL without drawing a game and I, I was like I'm sure under Wilder we went a ridiculous amount of time without a draw and uh, yeah. it was 25 games we managed wow. uh, so Blackburn have pipped it so that was end of the League One promotion season up to about game t- about game 18 I think oh yeah because we drew season. with Gillingham at home um, and then we lost to Fleetwood and everyone were panicking yeah. <laughs> then we won every game after that, didn't we? And then obviously carried on into the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, drew away at Oldham towards. That was the favourite Wilder, is there? And, and Blackburn had sort of shown it. The draws do kill you, you know. If you, he did go for the win. But, I mean, the, the one at Brist- the one at home to Bristol City stands out. We probably got it wrong, you know, when we were down to ten men and he, yeah. he threw a striker on, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, good, good, fo- good football. So yeah, I think. Uh, and like I say, but I don't think Blackburn are very good. I'm more looking at Watford, Middlesbrough, and. Uh, gone West Brom, mm. but they've got a lot to do. You know, listening to Sky Sports yesterday, whatever you think, Danny Mills, but he was saying West Brom weren't that impressive, and I don't think any of them are that impressive enough to to win fifteen out of twenty. But it could prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, talking to Sky Sports, should we should we just finish by talking about this uh, axis of evil in the commentary box? The, the worst thing about it is I thought Warnock was going to be in the studio and he weren't there. So I thought, oh, he's in commentary box. That'll be interesting. I can't remember him doing kill commentary. And then Lee Andrews with him. <laughs> you know, like, what is... No, God. I mean, Lee Andrews somehow talked more rubbish than Warnock. <laughs> <laughs> so the... Uh, what was the game we watched last week? Was that the Blackpool game where Hendry was doing the QPR game before it? Yeah. So and we, we, got... were, we were punching the air like, yes! yes! We, have, yeah. we don't have Hendry for our game tonight because he's doing this one. But... Yeah, this ah uh, for starters, why have you got two commentators? Like this isn't the FA Cup final or you know a big derby or anything. It was bizarre, yeah. It, 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 and it was a really frustrating situation to be in when your team's one 0 down and not playing that well, and you've got these two mm. idiots like you know just just talking over each other. Basically, I, I appreciate the irony of what I just said with two mm. idiots talking over each other. <laughs> um, exactly. For anyone tweets in um yeah it's, i mean i don't know i don't know what was worse about uh, we we could probably do like a thousand word article on the terribleness it was, of, basically um, with warnock seemingly just advertising his show mm-hmm. at him and then hendry just being hendry is like a sidekick it was like the worst of both worlds <laughs> <laughs> yeah one it just like dropping in it was almost like someone just nudged him like right you've got you need to just do, do an anecdote do an anecdote talk about Adil Tarat like talk about how you manage both of these teams oh god it was just painful listening to him on it I I don't massively dislike Warnock, but I could have done without him co-commentating on this. Just leave him in the studio, for goodness sake. I mean, there's one bit where he's talking about like talking about being a packed house. There's 14,000 people there. Yeah, yeah. He also said that, that we were two of his favourite clubs. It wasn't QPR, which were nice. Uh, and obviously he crowned it, didn't he, by giving Dykes man of the match. This made me laugh out loud quite a lot because... <laughs> When you watch a game on Sky and someone gets given the Man of the Match award and it flashes up, this player, Man of the Match, Sky always buff it out with some stats. Like, you know, just cherry-picked stats. Like, you know, has, has created the most chances out of any player in his team or had five shots in this game. 
Lyndon Dykes, not a single stat was shown because he'd been yeah. awful. Yeah. It was the most. Yeah, I don't you've care. got the stats, haven't you? Show them. Yeah. I, I don't care who gets man of the match, but like, this was just baffling. I mean, so on the uh, on the app FotMob that I use, he was they they do their own like player rating based on their algorithm, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, Lyndon Dykes was ranked twenty sixth out of twenty seven players who featured in the game, just ahead of Jebison, who was only on the pitch for about ten minutes or whatever it was. Um, he lost more duels than anyone else in the game. He had yeah. twelve completed passes. Like, what is this? Like, what do you think about it all? He's like, he's been absolutely fantastic and all this. So, and you think he—he's just such a classic Warnock player. Big, slow, works hard. Not a golfer. It's like all his, <laughs> he did nothing. All his favourite strikers rolled into one. Just works are a bit of a nuisance, I think is the best you can say about him. <laughs> Painful. One out of six ground duels, six out of 18 <laughs> aerial duels won. He was fouled once and committed three fouls. No tackles, one clearance, lost the ball the three times. Throughout the game, you were like saying, Chef, you know, Endai's just not got in this game, has it? And I haven't looked at Endai's stats, but I can, I'm absolutely positive he, he produced more than Dykes did. Oh, Hendry as well, man. Talking about uh-huh. like, oh, it was oh, this. The d- worst d- bit was when Hendry said, uh, "QPR are on, are on top now, just like they were at Luton." Right, he didn't watch that game, but he, he did watch that game. Should I say? Because you were a commentator. They lost three nil at home. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're on I... top, like, and every time they did it, something normal. They were just. And I'm not. I don't think anyone's biased towards us. I don't think Hendry's biased against us. I just think he's sort of rubbish. Personally, yeah. I think just not a good. For me, not a good pundit, but they were talking. He was talking. A QPR now are really on it. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he did exactly the same against Blackpool. Like Blackpool was showing something. Hey, we're at Blackpool or Wigan, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, unbelievable. It's, it's it's painful listening to him. But uh, yeah, well, I've, I don't think our next game, league game, is on Sky. So uh, nah, <laughs> nah. you can get to watch it in person. Now, nah, looking at the fixtures actually coming up, obviously Mill are not too bothered about Stoke at home in a terrible run. Is that uh, three, three o'clock sh- Saturday, actually, Stokes? I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. And we've got Hull, we've actually picked up, I think they're unbeaten in seven under Rosinia. And then Reading, oh. Rotherham. It's another good opportunity again, isn't it, to, you know, to get points on the board. There's not that many good... Anyone outside the top six, seven, eight, you, you, you would be expecting to win. It doesn't, it doesn't always work like that. I was like last night, but, you know. Oh, you're right. I mean, no, I'm not getting ahead of myself. When do we play no. Burnley? When do we play Burnley away? Is that towards the end of the season? That's towards the end of the season when we're oh, yeah, April. Yes. We're going to be bought out by a multi billionaire chairman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I've just got one final thing uh, to, to bring bring up about this game, and that is the fan sat next to Jack Robinson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as he took the long throw that ultimately ended up with us equalising. I'm not sure what expletive he used there, but it was a very yeah. angry young man yelling in well, Robinson's apparently, ear. Uh, Jack Robinson gave him something back uh, in the celebration, but I've not actually seen a video of that myself yet. Uh, I've seen him running past the uh, stand, giving it giving it large. Yeah. So, yeah, Jackie last laugh. <laughs> Jackie last laugh, yeah. Don't mess with him. Uh, I'm glad we brought him on for it, even if you're just bringing him on for his long throw-ins. You know? These couldn't defend it all in April or whenever it was. Let's... Yeah, this is another thing where I just think the hecky bum like just just turn the screw a little more. Like you don't need to wait till five minutes to go to let Robinson take long throw-ins on the 
on the, on the other side, quote, yeah. wrong side. Yeah. Like that should be the default option. It, it like it does cause problems for well, teams. Well, I don't with that. It. Especially when we play five at the back, is that you can just push Stevens a bit more central or whatever, or go to a four as he's doing it. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I've never understood why he doesn't take him on both sides. Other clubs do it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'd like to say a bit of praise for McAtee again, who, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of increasingly impressed with every time I see him. Some really nice driving runs from him. He was a bit unlucky to, uh, you know, not not get a, not create a proper chance out of it. But um, yeah, overall, a game that I was pretty sure we were going to lose, like for the last half an hour of it. Um, so very, very pleased to escape with a point, even if it was a point that ultimately we did deserve. And uh, yeah, where does that leave us? Is it nine points? I think nine points think? in front of Blackburn, ten in front of Watford, and eleven in front of Middlesbrough. I think that's right, isn't it? Eleven in front of Watford, twelve in front of Middlesbrough. Oh, well, I mean, I've heard Middlesbrough is going to sign Cameron Archer, which will be a really good signing. Um, mm. But again, we've got a five-game head start on them, basically. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 they could go on this amazing run. Anyone can do it. It's, it's a bizarre league. It's not a very good league. but And we've we've won nine out of ten. Who says they can't? But I think you're asking... We, like I say, win half the games. I think you're asking a lot for them to win 14, 15 matches out of 20. Yeah, let's, let's just focus on our own... Uh... On our own business at this point, which is obviously yeah. what is that? It was five wins in a row. It's a point on the road. You know, we just play. So since the three of our last four games have been away, and we've got a home double header coming up, followed by Reading and Rotherham away, which isn't yeah. particularly intrepid away trips, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's everything I was going to say about this. I feel like there is something lurking here that. I want to mention. Well, it's the FA Cup. I mean, the FA Cup. Who cares? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, yeah I, I, I get the uh, annual arguments about like people, you know, pay money to go to these games. I get and it. Yeah, want to see a strong yeah, yeah. team, but um, from my point of view, uh, I'm not paying money to go to. No, 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 and no. so selfishly, I hope we play a very weakened team, and I hope nobody gets will. injured. I mean, obviously, another thing is Cadre didn't play again, uh, mm. and which you imagine that's the end of that. And you've sent me an article. I've not seen where. I don't think we'll sign anyone still. Just from little bits of stuff that I've heard about the takeover and stuff, I don't think we will. But Ekimbo did say yesterday that he, he thinks that we could get a replacement in, didn't I? If Cradger does go back. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um, yeah, because I would free up wages there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he must be on his way back if he's not even been in the squad yeah. the last couple of games. When we clearly... I mean, we've had to play sharp 90 minutes again. And... <laughs> Uh, again, you know, all right, Sharp had a couple of chances and could have got a couple of goals, and then I'm having a different take on this. But again, another 90 minutes of largely ineffective play, I thought, where I'm just crying out for someone else to be playing instead. Like, this is the thing with Sharp is I don't want him to never play for us. Like, no, but you don't want him to play every single match. Yeah. <laughs> every single minute of every single match. Like, that, that's a problem. He's, he's not at that level anymore. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's, that's all I... I've ended on an accident. Accidentally ended the podcast slagging off um, one of my all-time favourite players. But that's uh, that's football fan. Like, this is what he should be playing at Millwall, but he's not going to be able to because we need him. Yeah, yeah. I definitely play Jefferson by the way. That's another person who needs minutes, and Basula got sent off as well. That's another tidbit. For... Yeah, that's a bummer as well, isn't it? Because obviously he's going to be out for like three games now, which ridiculous. Probably... One up, weren't they as well? They were, yeah. That's going to take them to... I mean, if we thought about sort of getting him back and... Well, I guess we wouldn't anyway, but... Yeah, he's, he's going to miss most of January, basically, because obviously it only counts for uh, for league games, the suspension, and there's the FA Cup this weekend. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Jebison definitely... 
I'm just wondering now who. I mean, our fringe players are kind of important still, aren't they? Like, yeah. I don't want to, don't really yeah. want to risk like. Matt like I say, I play like I, I would play Dial, I would play Bogle because it's a week. Yeah. It's not as if we're playing midweek as well. We've got no, another true, week yeah. after that, and I just think it's important to get those players minutes. I think you could almost use it as like a, a glorified reserve game. Yeah, that's a good chance. Just sort of tell them like, look, just you know. <laughs> Don't don't sprint full pelt sixty yards. If I think they must have said that you. to Doyle before yesterday. <laughs> 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 to be honest, but, yeah. <laughs> save your hands, hamstrings, gentlemen. Yes, uh, yeah. Save them for Stoke at home. We've got a decent side. Bash will play. I, I imagine Egan will play because he always does. He Bash, always plays. Like, yeah. I think maybe JLT will play. I can't think of anyone else who will play in that centre half position. Brooks will probably get a game. Whether it's from the bench or yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, we'll see who's fit. Aye. Let's see indeed. But there we go, mate. Uh, Blades, stay stay unbeaten. Another point. Might be one of them you look back at the end of the season and go, that was a very nice point indeed. Mm. And, uh, yeah, tick off, tick off those away games. And, uh, in, in essence, a chance to rest now for 10 days or so before mm. league football resumes. Um, right, what do you want to plug before we finish, mate? Uh, I've got the view from uh, QPR. A lot of morning about out of time. It'll- quite evident why it went to 96 minutes because they had a man down for about a couple of minutes or whatever uh-huh. so I think that's wrong and, uh, yeah no mainly the episode's Liam's ill so I'll get better soon if he's, uh, if he's listening but yeah he's got a, a nasty stomach bug uh, by all accounts so we were going to put up World's Strongest Man for New Year's Day but that's been delayed but that'll be out this time hopefully this week unless he is gravely ill which I don't think he <laughs> will be so yeah yeah Fingers crossed. I hope you're doing better, Liam. Right, mate. Uh, thank you as always. So that is RoysViewFrom.com, and you follow yourself at Panchero, and uh, me at BladesPod. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all we've got for this week. So uh, we'll we'll follow that FA Cup game and, and talk about it afterwards. But yeah, um, yeah I hope. Well, I hope whatever team we put out there uh, gets gets a win, regardless, because winning's always nice, obviously. But um, I guess I won't be too upset if uh, if we do get knocked out. Um, right, mate. Well, thank you very much, as always. Appreciate it. And uh, I'll catch up with you later. Yep, see you later, mate. Thanks.